Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. One of the things I'm really enjoying associated with garden. I got a greenhouse recently. I've already got a like a set of vegetables that are out in larger pots that are enjoying regular sunlight and aren't locked in the greenhouse all the time. But the thing that I'm really enjoying about this is that this is a hobby that I'm actually slowly but surely doing with my wife. It's very hard to find hobbies that we could do together. Historically, my wife built a couple, well, maybe three or four model rail structures, which was kind of fun. We tried painting miniatures together. That didn't really work out. I mean, we do enjoy doing a few things together, but the ability to have a regular hobby that we can kind of enjoy together, it's really quite nice. And the garden, I've been showing my wife some of the things that I know associated with plants and this kind of stuff. My wife's not historically had an interest in gardening, but now we have the space and now we have all the stuff dedicated. We make periodic purchases, but we're really moving into the part of the garden where it's just now about enjoyment and, you know, occasional changes, but this kind of stuff. The thing that strikes me about this is that I can really introduce my wife to this whole concept. I started gardening probably before I was 10. It's one thing that I initially did with my parents and then probably from about 10, 11, 12 on, all the gardening I did was by myself. It was primarily growing vegetables. It was primarily associated with maintaining, I don't know, maybe 20 feet by 10 feet worth of soil space that I had outside my bedroom window, my brother's bedroom window. And it was something that I maintained for, well, like I say, a number of years. Originally, the garden bed was up in front of our kitchen in the family home in Australia, and then, like I said, I moved it under my bedroom window, which also it was just nice to wake up in the morning, look out over green beans and this kind of stuff and go down and water them and make sure that everything was well maintained in that area. And also because it was a daily thing and it produced vegetables that were usable by a lot of folk, it was just a nice hobby. And really, I've tried to extend that. I certainly grew tomatoes and chilies in Vegas even on our, whatever you'd call it, like a deck, basically, on our second-story apartment. I was able to grow plenty of cherry tomatoes when we first moved here. And these kind of things I really like. Vegas, when we moved into the house, was more difficult because, basically, there were sandstorms that would just cut through everything. It was difficult to maintain a garden in the area that we moved to when we had a house in Vegas. Now I've experimented with the greenhouse. I think I could certainly have a greenhouse in Vegas quite comfortably and probably, you know, grow the stuff that I was trying to grow in the open air but without the sandstorm problem. But here it's given me the opportunity to start a number of seedlings, get things going in that regard, and then move it to a more open air space. I'm going to maintain the greenhouse for some things over the summer months, but, you know, the ability to have corn and get the corn to a reasonable height and then put it outside, these kind of things are very interesting. Doing this with my wife, I, as I say, I've passed on some of my knowledge, but it's interesting, actually, because so much of my knowledge is intrinsic. It wasn't taught to me. It, you know, there were a few things early on that were taught to me in inverted commas. But from there, most of my knowledge is associated with experimentation. It's associated with success and very frequent failure, growing a variety of things. And actually, these experiences have yielded, like, different benefits. I haven't grown zucchini in probably, well, probably since I was in Australia, we're growing zucchini this year. And it's interesting that zucchini is building on a lot of my knowledge. But the ability to show this to another person when it's been internal, like, not even really mapped onto language, just something that you know through various experiences, that's actually been quite fun and quite rewarding. 
it's something that I reflect on that, you know, unlike my previous generations, you know, I haven't had a connection to family associated with people around me. I've had absolutely no connection to children associated with educating, you know, future generations for these kind of things. So this information has just stayed with me and percolated. I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube associated in particular with like root health and soil health, which really fascinates me. I think you can get far greater productivity associated with your tomatoes, your chilies, this kind of stuff, if you have really good soil health. And I'm doing a variety of experiments this year with the view that I'd like to be a self-sustaining gardener, if at all possible. I mean, this is the dream, to have a small amount of space but a sufficient garden that you don't really need to go shopping for, you know, vegetables at least through the summer months and the early fall months. And this is really what I'm aiming for, to generate a series of techniques that I can utilise for the remainder of my life in a way where if I have the land and if I have the luxury, I can actually grow vegetables which are just far superior to anything that you would purchase. And I'm also very mindful that, you know, you've got GMO and all this other nonsense. I'd much rather grow my own food. It just seems to be to be something which is relatively intrinsic and actually gives me such a great degree of pleasure. When I talk about the fact that I haven't been recording short funks because I've been out in the garden, this is really the thing. This is what it's all about. It's about getting my hands dirty, moving soil around, doing a variety of techniques. And this year, and I should probably point this out, this is also the first year where I'm using pots exclusively. I wanted to try this out. I have a number of Vietnamese neighbours that use pots exclusively for their gardens. And I think there might be something to that. The garden beds, the problems I've had with garden beds, the constant infestation of weeds in this area. You know, this kind of wasn't yielding the same kind of experiences that I've had elsewhere when I'd had garden beds. And actually, look, to say using pots exclusively, I'd never done that previously, is not the case at all. Because when I lived in apartments, when I had balcony spaces that I was growing things on, I was using pots exclusively there. And I was able to get reasonable tomato harvests through pots, very reasonable chili harvests through pots. So yes, it is a house environment with a garden where I could actually have a garden bed or two using these things, but I'm using pots exclusively this year. If nothing more also to track the sun, because the sun changes over the summer months and the ability to get the you know early spring sun as I'm doing currently is really very important for a lot of the stuff that I'm growing. Tom Barbelay in San Jose signing out.